0: Welcome to Whose Ore Is This? with Anthony Waite. A show designed to help leaders and high achievers increase their influence and impact by becoming intentional with how they show up in the world. If the wind does not favor, take to the oars. Here is your host, Anthony Waite. I was talking to a group of people and I had this kind of, This thought or this idea that came to mind, and it was simply this Why be good at what you do and suck at who you are? Why be good at what you do and suck at who you are? What do I mean? There's a lot of people out there that are very good in their career. They're good at what they do. There's a lot of great people out there that have a successful business, that have a successful career. They're doing a lot of great things. Notice how I said they're doing a lot of great things. But when you find out who they are, it just doesn't match. Have you ever had somebody like that where, you know, the, these people would be like, man, you know what? I make this kind of money. I have this kind of job. I have this position. I am I'm excelling in this area of life, this career or whatever. And you find out that, man, they're, they're just a, 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 a they suck at being a person. So why be good at what you do and suck at who you are? You know, everybody wants to do something bigger than their current circumstances. If you're in this group, chances are you want to go out and maybe you want to speak. You want to get, you know, share your message with the masses. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to make extra money, maybe a side hustle. I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing, but here's what I'll tell you. It's one thing to do something so that you can have something. It's another thing to figure out who you need to become. Because what'll happen is, you might have some short-term success. You might knock it out of the park and make maybe six figures, maybe a million dollars. But if you suck at who you are, right? You, you lack character. It's only a matter of time before you're found out. And it's only a matter of time before people look at you and say, wow, the walk does not match the talk. And we're, you know, and to a certain extent, we're all guilty of this, right? No, nobody's perfect, Now I'm not sitting here on a soapbox saying that I got my all my shit together because that's not, far from truth. I'm in progress and I'm a work in progress every single day. If you don't believe me, you can ask my wife, <laughs> right? But what I'll tell you is, is that this is something that I remind myself of every day. Why be good at what you do and suck at who you are? And so it's in the process of becoming a better person. It's the process of becoming um, a person of character, growing from the inside out. You see, we live in a world that's, that's fixated on the physical, what we see. And I'll tell you that if you're leading your life or living your life based on this external, it's not going to be lasting. It's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to stand the test of time because there's chances that you probably have a little bit of success in your life. But if you pause and get complacent in this little bit of success and don't appreciate it and don't take it for what it is, which is temporary, chances are you're going to find yourself fizzling out. And so how do you do this, right? How do you make sure that you're good at what you do, but you're also good at who you are? You're growing in your character so that the external follows suit. Because I spent a lot of money. Let me tell you, coaching, uh, mentors, people who, you know, were good marketers, but they were, they were crappy people. And I spent tens of thousands of dollars on people that I believed were good only to find out that it was far from the truth that, um, it, it was a little superficial. Right. And, and I got to the point in my life where I decided that, you know what, you can waste my money, but don't ever waste my time. Right. Time is something we never get back. And I want you to take that stance right now. If you do not have that, it's okay to waste your money but I'd rather pay and figure that out than waste my time and realize that, man, you know what? This was just such a waste of time. So don't ever waste your time focused on something that you invest in. If you put money down, you know you pay five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 for something and it's just not worth it, guess what? I'd rather you cut ties and pull, and pull the plug than sit there and just bask in it because you're going to lose your time and your money in the process. So same thing goes for you. Who are you becoming so that you can do the things necessary to have the results you want in life? That's the important thing to ask yourself. And it's almost a reverse engineer process. What do I need to, what do I want to have? What do I need to do? And then therefore, who do I need to become? Because a lot of people have it backwards. They think that if they have the thing first, then they can become X, Y, and Z. For example, if I, ha- I thought I ha- if I had more money, then I could be successful. And that was far from the truth. Success isn't based on a number. It's not based on a type of car or a house that you live in. It's based off of who you become, your character. So, how do we do this? Number one, you got to understand that before anything changes on the outside, it must first change on the inside. Now, you can go and you can buy the nice car, you can buy the bigger house, and it might give you a little bit of excitement and a feeling of pride for the short term, but it's only a matter of time before you start feeling back in two year old ways. That's why when somebody, you know, they say retail therapy, it works temporarily, but that same person is still an emotional wreck two weeks later. Right. And don't forget this. You're marketed to every single day, right? When you buy the new car, guess what? There's a newer one coming out next week. When you go and you build the house, neighbors are always going to have a bigger one or whatever the case may be. So you have to suspend the short-term gratification or that short-term desire for that long-term success, right? So, so also always remember that it's going to require change from the inside out. It's going to require you to look at yourself internally. So number one, you got to get realistic. How have you been showing up? And you can look at a couple areas of your life. How have you been showing up in your health? Have you been challenging yourself physically, mentally? Have you been eating the right foods? Have you been you know, consuming things in moderation? Or are you that person that goes to the buffet and tries to tear the place down? Right? Gluttony is a sin, <laughs> and it will do you no good, whether that's in food, money, sex, alcohol, whatever the case may be. Everything in moderation. Even working out, too much working out is a bad thing. It'll, you'll find yourself using a, a tins unit. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with a tins unit of my amino acid recovering because I got another run in the morning. But too much of anything is not a good thing, right? And so I want you to think about this. Number one, get realistic on how you've been showing up. How are you showing up in your relationships? Are you showing appreciation and gratitude for those you lead and those you love? Are you showing up for yourself? Are you showing gratitude for the things that you actually accomplished, how far you've come? Because that's the number one driver for you having the confidence. It's just just reflecting on how far you've come. You've done pretty well, no matter where you're at right now. Now, is there still room to grow? Absolutely. Always be grateful, but never be satisfied. That keeps you in this constant state of growth. So number one, you got to get realistic. Number two, you got to reflect on the good and the bad. You see, our default settings are primed to focus on the bad, right? Our brain is created to protect us. And so when we reflect on things, it gives us time to pause and let the growth catch up to us. Anytime that I'm nervous when I'm speaking on stage, or if I'm doing something brand new, like for example, I'm training for an Ironman, I've never done it before. And my, my default setting is how the hell are you going to do this? You can't do that. You're not a strong swimmer X, Y, and Z, right? All the negative emotions and thoughts that we all have, right? Including myself. And what I had to do was I had to reflect and say, okay, is this true? Yeah. I'm not a strong swimmer. That's a fact. But the truth is, I can practice and get good before, you know, 20 weeks to practice. I can be pretty damn good swimmer. I can make it. I can swim a mile if I practice for 20 weeks, right? And so you have to, and then also too, you know, a couple of years ago, I did the Spartan races, the trifecta. I did all three races in one year. That's pretty hard. And so I had to remind myself that, Hey, You're not as bad as you think you are. And some of you out there listening to this or that will listen to this, you got to understand that you're not that bad. Yeah, you might have failed. You might have even fell down, but you obviously you got back up because you're here. And so you have to remind yourself that, Hey, I'm not that bad as I think I am. The fact is too, is that you're not as good as you think you are either. So that, that I'm not as bad as I believe that I am. I'm not as good as I think that I am. That keeps you humble, but also keeps you growing. So reflection, right? So get, re- get realistic, grounded in reality, reflect on the good and the bad. Create these momentum makers on a notebook, on a notepad or a cue card and remind yourself of just how far you've come. Many of you have overcome a lot of things in your life. Give yourself some credit. Don't be so hard on yourself, right? The world doesn't need your help. <laughs> the next one, you got to do what's required. There are things that I can delegate as a leader. There's things that you can delegate as a leader. There's some things that you shouldn't even be doing at all. But then there's the things that are required of you. Once you identify that, it allows you to set your priorities, right? In the military, we have standard operating procedures for different programs. I want you to think about creating a standard operating procedure for your life. What are the standards in which you live by? These are created from your core values. So once you've established your core values, then you establish a set of standards that you live by that allow you to carry out those core values. So that when I look at you, when the world looks at you, when those you love look at you, when those you lead, look at you, they know what you value. You don't have to tell them, right? People can look at my life and say, okay, he values family. People can look at my life and say, he values his health. People can look at my life and say, he values leadership. He values growth. He values people. But when we look at your life, do we know what you value or do you have to constantly tell us? It should be undeniably unquestionable, undeniable that this is what you value. And you do that by a set of core standards that you live by, your standard operating procedure. So get clear on your core values, get a standard in what you live by. It allows you also to say yes and no to the things that are important. Many people come up and many of you have asked me, like, how do I start saying no more? I always say yes to everything. Well, you know why? Because you don't have a set of standards. You don't know what you value. And when you, set a set, when you get a set of standards, guess what? You train people how to treat you. And no longer do people come to you with the bullshit. They don't come and bother you and try to waste your time with meaningless things. But until you get a set of standards and people understand that you value your time, they will never value your time. And so you have to think about it from this point of view. What are my core values? What is my set? What is my standard of operations? And how do I live that out every single day? It's consistency. Okay. So be realistic. Get, um, reflect right on, on the good and the bad, and then do what's required. Right? I can't delegate being a good father to my kids to somebody else. I could, but I'm never, I never will. I can't delegate to somebody to love my wife unconditionally. I never will. It's a non negotiable. Right? So when you do what's required, guess what? Now you, you're, you, you hit these little wickets and you get a vote of confidence for who you're becoming. Most people aren't confident in who they are because they don't. Even, they wouldn't even follow them. And they wonder, why Why won't anybody follow me? Why don't I, 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 I influence people? Well, because you can't even influence yourself. You said you were going to do this and you didn't do it. You told yourself you were going to go to the gym and you didn't go. You told yourself that you were going to be home in time for dinner with the family and guess what, you didn't go. And usually it's because you value the external more than the internal. You're good at what you do, but you suck at who you are. So the question I want to leave you with tonight is we get ready to wrap this up. Why be good at what you do and suck at who you are? Stop falling into the trap of this vanity metrics, these validations from external sources. Instead, seek who you're becoming from the inside out. And when you do this, no longer are you bound by a, a piece of paper. No longer are you bound by a document. No longer are you bound by a piece of paper. You're grounded in reality of what is and what really brings joy to your life. And here's the thing. Joy isn't found in the easy things. It's found doing the hard things. Joy is found in the difficulty of life that it gives you every single day. Because let's be honest, everybody has problems. Nobody likes them. Everybody goes through difficulty. And those who rise to the top have this mentality of this too shall pass. That joy is going to come from overcoming this obstacle. Without obstacles, there is no opportunity. Without problems, there is no possibility. And so you have to start embracing those difficult times. Ask yourself, what am I learning here? What is life trying to teach me? Because until you learn the lesson, life will continue to give you the test. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Nobody's immune to it. The only thing that's different is how you decide to go through it, to grow through it. Many people today are just going through life. Meaningless, aimlessly. You know, in the book James Allen, As a Man Thinketh, he said, aimlessness is a vice. And it cripples the majority of men and women. And what I found is that when I when, the days that I lack purpose in my in my routine are the days that I just have too much time on my hands and it drives me crazy. Idle hands is the devil's playground. And you find yourself scrolling on social media. You find yourself comparing yourself to other people. You find yourself becoming depressed because you're focusing on the past or anxious because you're focusing too far in the future. Stop it. (laughs) Be present in the moment and ask yourself, who am I becoming in this moment? Who do I need to become? And how am I going to work on it today? What good will I do in the world today? But before you can do good in the world, you must first do good within you. And it comes by setting your standard. And do not, do not, Veer to the left and right. Stay forward focused. Because as soon as you start looking to the right and left, as soon as you start looking at distractions, the sooner you you do that, the sooner you start looking at other people's life and asking yourself, why can't I be as good as them? Or even worse, you become prideful and say, well, I'm better than that person. So you got to stay focused on you. Hey guys, thank you for stopping by today. As always, if you found value in the episode, please share it with somebody. And as always, we'd appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast. If you're looking to apply these principles and practices further in your life, then I encourage you to join a group of like-minded individuals in the Lead360 Facebook group. The link is in the show notes below. As always, remember, live, learn, and lead.